610, Series 6, Episode 10, Halloween. Halloween. Witches and the Crimson Tome. PGTTCM is brought to you by BunnySlippers.com and FoundItemClothing.com. Look cool and keep warm this fall. Strap some Cthulhu slippers to your feet and wear a cool shirt from your favorite cult films. BunnySlippers.com and FoundItemClothing.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out the website at pgttcm.com and the RSS feed at pgttcm.podbean.com. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe to PGTTCM on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Greetings, listeners. It is I, Lobelia Warren Spitzer, here to talk to you once again about the Cthulhu mythos, its books, its monsters, its unfortunate human casualties, its timeline in general, and even its tangential bits, like the dreamlands or things of a weird nature or things that are lovecrafty and leaning. Once more, we head into those dark woods. Once again, we walk down the lightless stone staircase in the middle of nowhere. Help support the show through Patreon, PayPal, or Amazon. Donate $1 or $5 via patreon.com slash pgttcm. Donate what you wish at paypal.me slash pgttcm or go to the Amazon link at pgttcm.com and shop as you normally would. Just Last month, the show made $9 by directing you to Amazon to shop. Here is what you bought. Legs Avenue women's plus-size two-piece lace garter belt set with matching thong. Black. Black and purple queen's plus-size fun-striped opaque tights. Chairmain women's steampunk gothic brocade steel-boned bustier corset with with buckle in purple. Jar wrestler silicone jar grip. Two pack. She cast it. Silver gray satin sexy strong boned corset lace up bustier top. Friendship f- or maybe Frenchique fishnet lace stocking tights extended sizes. Thank you for listening and supporting PGTTCM. On with the show. This episode we'll be talking about witches, reading some Sylvia Plath, talking about Lovecraft's most famous witch. And a tome of poems. When you were a child, did you get too much Halloween candy? Uh, no, no, we weren't allowed to trick or treat. What? That's crazy. Yeah, no. Uh, fear of razor blades. So oh, I didn't get to go trick or treat until I was like in sixth grade, and then people were like, "You're too old." <sighs> Those crazy people. I trick or treated until well into high school. Yeah. But so when I was a child, when I was a child, child like six and eight and whatnot, sometimes I would get too much Halloween candy. For my mother's taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would hang around until like Easter, which is crazy because there's Christmas in the middle. It's a lot of candy. Um, so nowadays, parents who are concerned about their children having too much candy but still wishing for their children to have the experience of trick-or-treating and that sort of mountain of candy feeling, that feeling of, it's so much, what will I ever do with it all? Yeah, They have... Um, come up with this amazing idea. It's kind of like Santa Claus, a little bit like the Tooth Fairy. Mm -hmm. It is uh, an idea called Switch Witch. Switch Witch. Yes, Switch Witch comes into your home when called. And here is what happens. You come home with your Halloween candy, and you and your child draw a pentagram. 
and the kid can eat as much candy as they want on Halloween night. And you draw the pentagram, and then you put the rest of the candy into the pentagram. And in the morning, the candy is gone. And what is left in place is a reasonable toy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It is pretty awesome. And it's, it's um, you know, what's really great about it is that the toy can represent that fun experience of too much candy without mm-hmm. that not-so-fun experience of, we still have Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> and that really, like, sort of a horrible feeling of, oh, I ate too much candy, and now candy tastes awful. Yeah. You know, because you want to spare children bad experiences if possible, I suppose. Um, and it's, uh, it's, I feel like it's really good because you get the glut feel, and um, but then you don't have to continue to have the candy in the house being a temptation to parents as well. Certainly. Because you can just throw it away or take it to work or whatever you want. <laughs> it's not hanging around. Pick out all the starbursts and then just throw everything else away and you're not like feeling like you have to eat those. What are those chalky candies that are like in a roll called that are stacked up? Oh, oh, oh. And I'm not the Necco wafers, but they're like a little disc. They're like a the size of like a... I don't know, like... A Smart, Smarties? Smarties, yes. Smarties. Smarties. Those are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I have eaten them many, many times. Yes. Because they were there, and sugar works that way. Oh. It's just sugar and citric acid, those things. Yes, precisely. <laughs> precisely. And they're supposed to be different flavors for different colors, but they are not. They mm. are all just yuck. So, Switch Witch instead gives you this, like, memento. Hmm. Yeah, and it's nice. And well, it does not have to be a reasonable toy. If you want to go crazy with it, go crazy with it. You know, if you want to hear more people talk about candy, you should definitely check out Candy Chat, which <laughs> is the sister show to another darkmyths.org uh, show, Blurry Photos. And you can check out Blurry Photos at blurryphotos.org and uh, Dark Myths at darkmyths.org. We're PGTTCM.com because we paid the extra five bucks. Yay. All right. Back to the show. Enough with Sarah and Daniel talking <laughs> about candy and Switch Witch. All right. Back to the show. Witch Burning by Sylvia Plath. In the marketplace, they are piling the dry sticks. A thicket of shadows is a poor coat. I inhabit the wax image of myself, a doll's body. Sickness begins here. I am the dartboard for witches. Only the devil can eat the devil out. In the month of red leaves, I climb to a bed of fire. It is easy to blame the dark. The mouth of a door, the cellar's belly. They've blown my sparkler out. A black, sharded lady keeps me in a parrot cage. What large eyes the dead have. I am intimate with a hairy spirit. Smoke wheels from the break of this empty jar. If I am a little one, I can do no harm. If I don't move about, I'll knock nothing over. So I said, sitting under a pot lid, tiny and inert as a rice grain, they are turning the burners up, ring after ring. We are full of starch, my small white fellows. We grow. It hurts at first. The red tongues will teach the truth. Mother of beetles, only unclench your hand. I'll fly through the candle's mouth like a singeless moth. Give me back my shape. I am ready to construe the days. I couple with dust in the shadow of a stone. My ankles brighten. Brightness ascends my thighs. I am lost. I am lost in the robes of all this light. 
Witch Burning by Sylvia Plath. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos is brought to you by BunnySlippers.com and FoundItemClothing.com. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram. Also, check us out on YouTube as we have a YouTube channel. I believe it's under DB Spitzer, but that's us. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos. Cause I am Mason! I have such a backlog of coffee sound effects now. I don't know why I'm leaning into the mic just to talk to you. You don't have cans on. I do not. <laughs> but perhaps you want to record our banter. Oh, yeah. About coffee, because we're from Portlandish. Yeah. And we don't put chicory in our coffee, despite what David Stacco thinks. No, we don't. We just yeah. make good coffee. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because I am Mason. Because I am Mason. Keziah Mason is an old witch and the main antagonist of H.P. Lovecraft's short story, The Dreams in the Witch House. In the original short story, Miskatonic University student Walter Gilman moves into the eponymous witch house where he discovers its past. Before it had harbored notorious witch Keziah Mason during the witch trials, she spoke of lines and curves leading to other spaces beyond a quality that connects with Gilman's theory that the alien geometries of his room can lead to other worlds. Mason escaped from her cell, but then several of the past residents of the witch house have died prematurely. She's also accompanied by a rat familiar now named Brown Jenkin. In his dreams, Gilman is forced to aid in Mason and Jenkins' kidnapping of an infant at behest of the black man an avatar of Naralathotep, which he concludes is real when he wakes the next morning with mud on his feet and a newspaper recounting the kidnapping. On Walpurgis night, Gilman manages to stop Mason from killing the infant in sacrifice. Unfortunately, Brown Jenkins kills the infant anyway, and Gilman is defended by a cosmic is and Gilman is deafened by a cosmic sound. The next morning, Gilman is found dead in his room with a hole burrowed through his chest. In the Masters of Horror adaptation, Mason more or less assumes the same role, although she also gains a role as a seducer, assuming an attractive form to tempt Gilman. She takes on the form of Frances, a woman Gilman becomes close to and ultimately kidnaps her son. Like in the story, Gilman foils her attempted sacrifice and seemingly kills Mason until Jenkins kills the infant. Gilman is blamed for the murder and institutionalized where he is later killed by Jenkins. Jenkins appearing and burrowing a hole through his heart. Brown Jenkins is a nasty little motherfucker. He likes to carry around human fingers. Yeah. Uh, Leave Radini Smith did a cool um, woodcut of uh, Brown Jenkins for Pickman's Apprentice this year at the H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival in Portland, Oregon. It's pretty cool. It was amazing to watch her do it. Oh, yeah. In a mere 90 minutes. Certainly. 
the Crimson Tome. In this scantilating uh, volume, K.A. Opperman immediately places himself in the forefront of contemporary weird verse, deeply influenced by Clark Ashton Smith, George Sterling, and other masters of the form. Opperman, nonetheless, reveals a vibrancy of originality, of outlook, that stamps his poetry as very much his own. A master of several of the most rigorous forms of metric poetry, the sonnet, the quatrain, the rhyming couplet. Opperman's poetic brilliance conveys, seemingly without effort, images of terror, gruesomeness, and bleak melancholy. The book concludes with tributes to Opperman by D.L. Myers and Ashley Diosis. I highly recommend The Crimson Tome by K.A. Opperman. The part that I just read is a little bit from the back of the book. I've read and had others read, including Opperman himself, uh, his poetry in the past. Sorry about all the popping peas. My pop filter is permanently punctured. So, I have to get a new pop filter or talk like I'm a ventriloquist. Thank you. Hey. So, Hippocampus Press out of New York is going to be the people who you're going to want to track this tome down from. And if you would like to hear some of Kyle Opperman's poetry, I highly recommend you go to the Hippocampus Press Happy Hour episode, and there's quite a bit that you can listen to the Pumpkin King talk about. All right, let's, let's get on with the show. The Crimson Tome by K.A. Opperman. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Pick it up and have yourself a super great spooky read this Halloween or any time you want to read something spooky. Uh, The book is divided up into a bunch of different parts. The Nightmare Muse, Unpleasant Dreams, Nocturnal Lovers Part 1, Palace of Fantasies, Nocturnal Lovers Part 2, Twilight Sorrows, and then there's Tributes, and I have a really cool copy that has all kinds of little autographs in it, and uh, Kissy Marks from, um, I'm I'm thinking it's from Ashley Diosis, it also has her signature, but yeah, Uh, and recently I read on Facebook that someone asked her if she was going out because she had lipstick on, but no, she was signing books and leaving lipstick marks, so hey, uh, definitely check out the Crimson Tome, and if you want to get uh, some of Ashley Diosis's poetry, check out the D- uh, Diary of a Sorceress, Sorceress Diary, one of those two. Anyway, this isn't a book review for her, so I don't have to get the name right. All right, the Crimson Tome. Thank you once K-A-R. again for listening to PGTTCM, part of the Dark Myths Collective, darkmyths.org. Check us out at pgttcm.com pgttcm.podbean.com Check out the Podbean app. It's uh, pretty good. It's a lot better than that Apple app right now. Oh, but we would love you to go to your Apple app anyway and subscribe to our podcast. Oh yeah, no, subscribe on iTunes. Rate, review, tell people about it. Yeah, definitely. And if you want to send, okay, message DB Spitzer or message pgttcm on uh, Twitter um, we'll give you an address. You can send a self-addressed stamped envelope to that address. And guess what I'll give you? I'll give you some stickers, stickers some really cool stickers. And 
you know, that are only pretty much available in the Portland metro area. Or through this self-addressed stamped envelope scheme. Yeah. All right. So everyone should have a safe and happy Halloween. Anything you have to say about Halloween there, Sarah? Be sure to wear light-up stuff if you're going out trick-or-treating. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Also, uh, plan ahead if you're going to do Switch Witch. Yeah. Don't, don't try and buy a toy on Halloween. Do it now. Think ahead. Be responsible. Well, this will be for next Halloween then, because uh, <laughs> this, this, this episode will be coming out on Halloween Day. Oh, well, never mind then. Yeah. Just cut this part out. Yeah. No, no, I'm, pe- I'm keeping it in. Ah! <laughs> but thank you again. Uh, anything you have to say about witches? Um, witches are awesome. I, I think it's really interesting that witches are still something that's so much a part of our cultural ideas of things yeah. because the idea that women can have power is such a, like, uh, can be a scary but also an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mis- the mystery of the unknown. Sure. And in a patriarchy, women truly are unknown. And on that note, I guess, stay squiggly and keep it weird. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos is edited and produced by Daniel Spitzer. Additional vocals by Sarah Fee. Thank you. People's Guide to the Cthulhu Mythos is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Check out them and many other cool, spooky podcasts at darkmyths.org. Help the show out. Donate some money. Be cool. Go to patreon.com slash pgttcm. There'll be some uh, subscriber-only things that you'll get in the future. And also, uh, hey, if you don't want to do that, why not uh, go to paypal.me slash pgttcm and donate some money help us get some better equipment some better microphones a new pop filter what about i don't know stuff so that we can do live shows yeah yeah and go to conventions and all that fun stuff make the show grow make it bigger yeah baby all right that's all i got time for bye